Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. 
Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threets. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome to Southern Liberty. Good evening, hopefully y'all have had a great day, great Tuesday. Hopefully it was blessed and relaxing, you know, a lot of you probably had to work, unfortunately, but you know, if you enjoyed it, you enjoyed it. I mean, heck, if you don't, if you don't love what you're doing, right, you might want to change that up a little bit because you can't be unhappy, right? It, you, it should be, you know, you should be happy when you're making your money, right? <clears throat> doing what you love, right? Because money doesn't even come into the, the picture at that point, right? It's you're doing what you love and you're being compensated for that. <clears throat> but um, I'm, I'm going to take a point of personal privilege. I'm going to derail the show for about 10 minutes. Um, there's something I, I, I need to say. To all of my law enforcement and their families. I want to take this time to thank your your loved one that wears a badge that does the right thing. All the sheriff's deputies that does right by the people. I appreciate y'all 100%. All the bad apples. I'm going to need y'all to take that badge off. Because you're making the rest of the good ones. Look bad. You make the good ones look bad. Because you know how they paint. Every they broad brush everybody. My, my folks in law enforcement has been going through a pretty traumatic time the last couple of years. The constant attacks from the media, you know, from 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 people that are anti-police. And I know, I know, I know how hard it is to wake up every day. To put that uniform on, to clip that badge on, put your your tool belt on, and go out there and serve a community that the loud majority of that community does not like you. It's not you, the person, it's the badge they don't like.
and all of the up and downs you guys go through every day from saving lives to watching people die and Lord forbid having to pull your weapon in in, in self-defense because an idiot wants to shoot at you because they don't like law enforcement. I mean, people, these law enforcement officers are are our neighbors. These guys are, are, you know, are our family members. Yeah, these people are upstanding members of the community because it 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 takes a lot of gall. It takes a lot of swallowing pride to be in law enforcement on the local level. And the way you perform your job under these circumstances is a testament to your mental fortitude. It's a testament to the type of person you are, your character. I just hope you guys do not lose faith because there is a a large majority of us that support you we support you 100% and I know that there's the powers that be in your local municipalities that want to push policy that you are uncomfortable with Right, You guys are members of the community like we are. But I know things are a little different when you're behind a badge. Right. Your 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 speech is restricted. Right. That's where us in the community. Have to listen. To what our law enforcement officers are saying. What they're saying is wrong, even if it's behind closed doors. Right. We can't sit here and say we back the blue, but turn around and do not try to do anything to help blue. Right. Us as a community, we can take blue out of a lot of situations. Because Lord forbid, we send them into a lot of unwarranted situations, situations that they shouldn't even be dealing with. But because of local policy, they have to do this. And every time they get out of their cruiser, their truck, or you know whatever they're patrolling in, their life is at risk. Their life is at risk. Either getting hit by a car on the side of the road on an interstate, or a stupid individual um, uh, that wants to be literally, be literally belligerent and pull out a gun and shoot an officer as he's walking up to him or her to their window. Right? So if you really mean, if you really mean back the blue and you love the blue, you listen to them and let them tell you what's wrong. 
so we as a community can address it with the city council and the mayor. Because there, again, y'all have heard me talk about it before, right? There, there shouldn't be police policy surrounding Terry stops. No, that puts them in danger. That puts them in more danger, right? Than you know any other any other situation between Terry stops and domestic violence. Those are the two things that get that. Uh, police officers, any law enforcement officer has to make a life or death decision on a dime. And some of our brothers and sisters in blue don't make it. They don't make it because of these policies in place in these cities. I personally think y'all know my position on this. I really think that police agencies, the mayor should get rid of Terry stops. That is less interaction with the public and they can be doing other things, right, as far as safeguarding the community, not, you know, stopping someone that may look suspicious, right? Because you know what happens when when people get scared. People get scared. They do stupid shit like pull out guns and then they're dead. And then now you got people walking around in the streets with with so-and-so's name on their shirt saying justice for whomever. And the cop shouldn't have shot him for getting for getting the other side of the situation where the individual pulled out a gun. These are the situations we should be helping Blue out with to get them out of those situations. Because, again, at the end of the day, Blue is your neighbor. Blue is your family member. And I know damn well, and and, and I'm going to flip the script. I know damn well, if you know a school administration is going to abuse your child at a school because of certain policies in place, you're not going to send that child to your school, are you? So why would you send Blue into a job, right, where the policies are volatile and they might not come home because of the volatile policies? No knock warrants is another one. Blue should not be put in those situations. Because if you're going to get a no knock warrant, you know this is a dangerous situation. If you're running a no knock warrant, the individual you're chasing is dangerous. Why are you going to chase someone chase someone down inside their residence, inside their domicile? Which the, the, the individual in the domicile is going to be even more volatile because they are entitled to that space. They will use wanton endangerment to, to, to make sure you don't come through that front door. Like I said, if we want to help Blue out, we got to get these mayors and these city councils to remove these type of policies to have less interactions with the public. That may that may create volatile situations. Their their job is to protect and serve, not to put themselves literally in harm's way because of a policy. Now, some of you are going to say, "Well, you're, you're you're not, you know that that's." Some of you say that's good policing, and I, I'm going to tell you what I've talked to. I've talked to a lot of sheriffs. I know quite a few sheriffs. 
I've talked to some uh, you know, regular uh, patrolman police officers. And they share the same sentiment, but they don't, they can't speak out. They don't speak out because one, they either are called a liar or their agency shuns them. And that's not right either. Right. And it's shown to a point they're blackballed. They might love to be in law enforcement, but they'll get blackballed and never work for another agency ever again in the United States because that's how the game is played. Right. I mean, the police unions is a B. Right? Word of mouth is a bee. You know? We have to we have to step up for blue. Because again, they are our neighbors, they are our family members. They are our community. And police the same community they are from. 90% of the time. So why would we not want to safeguard them and keep them out of situations that may harm them or take them away from their loved ones forever? We have the power to change that. We have the power to change that. And we should. It's our duty because I'm tired of hearing about our law enforcement officers being shot on the side of a road. Because of a policy that says you got to stop a car going five over the speed limit. Or a policy that says that if you see any weird suspicious activity in this particular area, you have the right, you have reasonable suspicion to follow this car out and stop them and see why they were in this neighborhood. I mean, those policies still exist in a lot of places. And that puts Blue in a bad situation. And it also puts them in a bad light because it sets them up for failure. It's a setup for failure because if the Lord forbid the police officer defends himself against a guy or a gal with a gun, the police officer is still demonized because, quote unquote, they killed somebody. And all you hear is to uh, to uh, 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 defund the these defund the police and this, that and the third and and give them more training. No bullshit. They don't need any more training. Theoretically, they need the policies that they are working on under to be lifted or eased because it's putting regardless of how much money you put into training, etc. The policies will still exist. The Terry stop will exist. The MEMS stop will still exist. And with that comes the elements of every kind of danger possible. Because if an individual is intent on uh, on killing a police officer, they will. But why? Why put them in, f- in front of that possibility due to some bullshit ass policy when you can get a license plate and leave it be and track the vehicle? I mean, really, let's really, let's really break, 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 break this down, right? Let's really, let's really break this down a minute, right? Speeding 
and, and, and traffic offenses, they're not criminal offenses. Those are administrative offenses. That doesn't need a police officer to, to stop someone to write them a citation. Grab a license plate, send them a ticket in the mail. Game over. You don't have to have this interaction with someone. It's not necessary. Right? And, and I'm glad that they've gotten rid of the, the uh, a lot of places got rid of the pursuit policy. I know, I know, I know in Utah, um, if, if a subject is hitting triple digits, you have to break off the chase. You're, you're, we're, we're done. They're done. They're like, nope, you're gone. Bye. Because the risk of accident, right, increases by 20 times once the person gets over 90 miles an hour. That's I read that in an NTSB study. And if this guy's trying to duck and bob and weave and all that, and at 90 miles an hour, heck, even over 65, 70 miles an hour, they're not going to run spike strips. Because that that be, you can potentially kill the individuals individual or individuals in the vehicle. So again, right? Why 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 even pursue them at that point, right? Why even pursue them? It's like nah, this guy's reckless. So I'm gonna let this guy speed off, let him keep his head and keep control of that car. We will catch him on the flip side. We'll catch him down the road. Right? We'll catch him down there. We'll catch him in the next county. We'll catch him in a couple counties over. Right? We'll be sitting on the exit waiting for him to come through. And it's safer for the police officer and it's safer for the offender. I mean, it's got to be safe for everyone in this situation. So, as as a community, we have to do our part. We have to do our part to get behind Blue and make sure they are as safe as possible. And 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 as 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 uh, my conservative friends and my downwing friends you know, with me here. This is our responsibility because we know the other side of the debate wants to demonize law enforcement. They want to take funding away from law enforcement. They even want to shut down policing precincts, right? But see, what the other side of the debate does not get is the fact that even if you go to community policing, right, you get rid of the police department, the policies are still in play. You have not done anything, right? Only thing you've done is put lipstick, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you, you have changed the dress of the doll. That's all you've done. The policy is still the same. The doll is still the same. The, you're using, you're going to use the same policies. Why not attack the policies? Right. And leave the folks and leave the folks in blue employed that are trained to do these things. Because, Lord forbid, I don't want to see a community policing unit try to get out and get into a shootout with somebody like, like a cartel member or, or, or a mafia guy. They'll get eight alive. They will get eight alive. I don't want I don't want some untrained citizen calling themselves uh, a community police. No, that does not work out for me. Because who's going to replace them? Another, another, another citizen, another citizen's patrol kind of bit? Untrained? Right? 
I'm just saying we got to get behind our people and we got to we, we have to evaluate the, 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 the policies in your cities and your counties and figure out and, and put yourself in blues shoes. Would you want to execute this kind of policy? How would you feel about it? Put yourself in their shoes. Would you or would you not do it? You think it's unsafe? Go speak up about it. Get your friends together. Go to City Hall. Speak up about it. Because in order to back the blue, we got to make sure blue is safe and doing their job. And I want to thank y'all for everything you do, despite the adversities you go through on a daily basis. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you. So I'll say it again, and I've said it before on this show, and it might be something I need to bring back again. See a cop, thank a cop. See a cop, thank a cop. See a cop, thank a cop. Because they could really use the positive reinforcement. Buy them a coffee when you see them. Hand them five bucks. Go get your coffee, bro. Go get your coffee, man. That that's my that that that's my that's my uh, that's my challenge and call to action for you guys. See a cop, thank him. It's in the morning, buy him a coffee. If it's midday, buy him a cheeseburger, or just give him five bucks to go. You know, buy him lunch, something to show that the community does appreciate them. There's people out here that are really behind them. Yeah, we could do energy drinks too, Lady Stella. We can do energy drinks too, all that, whatever they prefer. Just, or you can just hand them the money. Hand them the $5 and be like, roll out. Hand them the $5, $10. Have a great day. Buy you something, something. You know? I 
I thought I just needed to get that off my chest. Um, God, I can talk forever, can I? Jesus Christ. Yeah. I got to stop yeah. doing that. I got to stop doing that, man. I'll monopolize a whole half hour just running my mouth, man. Jeez. <laughs> I, I I sound like a preacher up here. Wow! Got 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 to get the little got to get a little clapping out. <laughs> oh man! I'm just saying, like, <laughs> ooh wee! I gotta start. Y'all need to call me Reverend Doctor Roderick Liberty. That's what. Just, that that's gonna be my new name. No, 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 wait, 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 no, 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 I can't do that. It's got to be, it's got to be Reverend, Reverend Dr. Veritas Equitas. There you go. That's my, that's my new name. That's my new name. We all, all we do is preach the liberties out in these streets. You hear me? Reverend Rod, Reverend Rod, Reverend Dr. Rod, Reverend Dr. Got to get it right. Got to get it all in there. Get it all in there. Dr. Reverend Rod. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes, Lord. (laughs) How you doing, Miss Val? What's going on up in good old Martin County? What's going on up there? Oh, it's beautiful here. Quiet. I got a baby goat in the backyard. Sounds like a person crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have grandkids here. Uh-huh. coconuts and playing. It's been it's been just a great. It's been personally a great week for me personally. Hey, and we I, just, you we know, just it's, yeah. It's I got a delay. Heart that I I hear what you know you just said, and I I just kept thinking to myself, boy, elections really do have consequences, don't they? Right? Because because everything you just said somehow bounces, always bounces back to the politics. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yes, it just always does. And you know, I was thinking too. I mean, I had I had uh, police officers in my family. One of my favorite uncles was New York Police Department, and I remember my aunts like just being nervous uh, at night. You know, wondering if they would come home. And this is back when, comparatively, there was nothing going on. Um, you know, we're living in times now where even, you know, not that I'm equating the two specifically because police officers go out on the road every single day or almost every day. But I think about also our politicians, the the idiot in the White House right now, starting a fake war. But I think about our military. How would they feel having to go out and die for this idiot in the White House who's starting up a war based on nothing that anybody gives a shit about in this country and our guys have to go over there and fight and possibly die like the guy in guys in Benghazi that Hillary just let them die and and the 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 doctors that are letting people die right now knowing what they know i mean this is actually happening happening on so many fronts and I understand exactly what you just said, and I I feel that. 
very intensely because I remember when there was a time where we had such respect for police officers. I mean, if you got stopped by a cop, you know, speeding, uh, you were shaking. You were scared of that cop. There was no such thing as wanting to hurt a cop or kill a cop. Or, and then I get brought back to MS-13 and all the illegals in this country right now that have stolen weapons. I mean, we're really looking at so much bigger a picture of why this is all happening. It's stinky politicians. It's, a, it's an open southern border. It's illegal guns by illegal criminals coming into this country. I think Joe Burden, as Kel would call him, doesn't even know where the people that were flown in from Afghanistan are. He has no idea where they ended up, where they are, who they are. This is really why we're in this big mess now, my opinion. I think it's a much bigger picture. It's the media, the propaganda, hey, you know, pigs in, in a blanket, whatever. This was all media driven to hate the police. It was like the thing. And you hear it in the music. And you hear it on the television. And, and hating cops is like hating Jews. It's like hating. It's like th we're living in a propaganda war field now of you know what it is thing to hate. Yeah, the cool thing to hate is law enforcement, right? And here, here's a funny thing, right? Because because yeah. you, you you mentioned a couple of dichotomies there, right? That I want to I want to quickly dissect before we go to break. But you you, you talked about we talked about you talked about the southern border, right? And mm -hmm. literally the lawlessness at the southern border. Yeah. This isn't Border Patrol's fault. They're told to stand down. They're, they're, they swore an oath to the Constitution, but the executive branch of government told them, no, you got to stand down and let these people through. Right? When you, when you take that oath, you are, that oath is to that Constitution and all laws, uh, uh, subjective, all federal laws that are subjective to that Constitution, you are to uphold. Right? Every time they go out, they're basically told, they're basically told that Title VIII does not exist in the United States Code. Title VIII does not exist. Right? So, the federal government has promoted lawlessness. How does that look? Right? It looks like, oh, the border, border Patrol is just allowing these people in. They're lawless. They don't care, which allows the media to spin the narrative uh, that cops are no good. And you hear that those chants, like you were saying, pigs in a blanket, fry like bacon, all that bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. it, it allows them to propagate that narrative because the federal government is it, 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 uh, are not solid on law enforcement in this country, right? They pick and choose who they go after and when instead of equally applying the law as intended, right? Because in order for a theory to work, because law is a theory, you have to equally apply it. When you use it as a weapon to bully people, now you've become a tyrant at that point. You have become a tyrant if you bend the laws for certain people and, 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 and throw, throw the book at the other person, right? I mean, we're looking at it right now. Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton. 
They want to throw the book at Donald Trump, but keep hush on this coup attempt on a sitting president. That's the bullshit we're talking about. Divided, we're standing. Exactly. That's exactly. We got we we got we got to run the break real quick though. Um, so y'all already know, y'all know the thing. CWC. Make sure you don't fill up because you'll fall asleep on the broadcast, y'all. Y'all fall asleep. So just eat it loosely. This is gonna be an extended uh, Southern Liberty because I took the liberty to express myself. So um, when we come back, we're going to talk about parallel economies and uh, convention estates when we get back here in six minutes. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks selling off with the S&P 500 falling into correction territory as tensions in Eastern Europe escalate. The Dow falling 483 points, the Nasdaq down 167, S&P 500 down 44. And shares of Home Depot falling over 9% despite the home improvement retailer posting greater sales and earnings year over year in its latest quarter. Home Depot also offered an upbeat outlook and raised its dividend by 15%. However, the company did say it expects sales growth to slow this year. And Tolbert other stock is higher after hours. The luxury home builder posted higher sales and quarterly income and believes long-term tailwinds will continue to support demand for new homes. And shares of Virgin Galactic are taking off after hours after reporting a smaller-than-expected quarterly loss. The space company said that demand for its one-of-a-kind space flights remains robust. Petrofox Business Report, I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. You run a small business, but who's running your HR? Do you have an HR manager? When's the last time you had an HR audit? Do you have an HR hotline? My last question to you is this. What are you waiting for? One complaint against your company can turn your world upside down. I'm Alan Jones, and I created Bambi specifically for small business. All so you can put your HR on autopilot. With Bambi's HR autopilot, you'll automate the most important HR practices, like HR policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. And you'll get a dedicated HR man. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime time anywhere even at 30,000 feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus manager not for 80 grand a year but yes for 99 dollars a month we're here to help you navigate the most complex parts of your hr available by phone email and real-time chat and here's what I'm the most proud of. Bambi customers are four times less likely to have a claim filed against them, which is why Bambi has received thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot. You run your business. Let Bambi run your HR. Go to Bambi.com slash free today for your free HR audit. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash free. Bambi.com slash free. 
slapping Russia with sanctions. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. President Biden announcing the financial restrictions on Russian banks, Russian oligarchs, and Russian sovereign debt. That means we've cut off Russia's government from Western finance. The move in response to Russian troops invading separatist regions of eastern Ukraine after Russian President Vladimir Putin announced yesterday he would recognize the regions. President Biden has also ordered U.S. troops that are already in Europe to move to the Baltics to strengthen NATO forces. After the announcement, Ukraine's Foreign Minister and Secretary of State Antony Blinken met to discuss the sanctions and other steps the U.S. and its allies may take. Ukraine's Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba praised the sanctions against Russia but said more are needed to address the crimes Russia will commit in the future. Putin wants much more than a war-torn piece of Ukrainian land and people living there. What stops him is only our unity and resolve. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said he had a scheduled meeting with Russia's foreign minister this week, but now that the invasion has begun... And Russia has made clear its wholesale rejection uh, of diplomacy. Uh, it does not make sense to go forward with that meeting at this time. Saying diplomacy is still an option, but only if Russia proves it's serious about de-escalating first. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. An autopsy has determined a migrant reportedly shot by a Border Patrol agent over the weekend in southern Arizona died from multiple gunshot wounds. The Cochise County Sheriff's Office says the shooting happened Saturday morning during an encounter between a CBP agent and migrants in the country illegally in a mountainous area about 30 miles northeast of the border town of Douglas. The state of New Hampshire has reached a $25 million settlement with Monsanto over what the state says has been widespread PCB pollution. PCBs are toxic industrial chemicals that are now banned. America is listening to Fox News. Not running your business on NetSuite is like trying to sink a putt with a cap pulled over your eyes. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, giving you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, budgeting, and more, all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com fox. An already controversial proposed law in Florida aiming to prevent discussion of LGBTQ issues in classrooms with young children is now facing further backlash. A bill currently in the Florida legislature aims to prevent introducing gay and transgender issue studies in elementary school classrooms. The bill is already opposed by Florida Democratic lawmakers and LGBTQ activists, but an amendment to the bill is drawing more ire as it would require school personnel to inform parents should the child assert a gay or transgender identity. Critics say it could put the child in peril if their home isn't safe for LGBTQ persons. The bill's proponents say it should be a family matter. Evan Brown, Fox News. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear the case of a Colorado web designer who claims her religious beliefs prevent her from offering wedding website designs to gay couples. Lori Smith also wants to post a statement on her website about her religious beliefs. The high court is expected to take up the case in the fall. Supply chain issues are impacting truckers in California who are trying to comply with a new law requiring them to have newer vehicles. All trucks over 14,000 pounds must be replaced by 2010 or newer models. The rule isn't new, though. It's the timing causing the issue. This is a textbook case of supply chain struggles causing inflation. The chip shortage is causing manufacturing delays of new trucks. Fewer new vehicles are being produced, which is driving up the cost of used trucks as well, 96% versus 2020. In many cases, these small owner operators simply can't afford to 
replace their fleets at that cost. Now, nearly 50,000 trucks registered in California may not be compliant by the deadline. That'll have a huge impact on our ports as one-third of the trucks going in and out of our California ports will not be able to enter come the end of the year. Now, these truckers tell me they're for green initiatives, but just not at the expense of their jobs. Kelly O'Grady, Fox News. Wall Street, the Dow lost 482, the Nasdaq off 166. I'm Lisa Lacera, and this is Fox News. Shopify sales. How? Where are you selling 300 pairs of tap shoes, Mom? With our Shopify store, we can connect and sell everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. You did all that. Yes, I customized our store exactly the way I wanted, and it was so easy. 302. Mom, stop. This year, it's your time to sell anything everywhere with Shopify. Shopify makes it easy to integrate with the biggest online marketplaces and social media channels, reaching customers where they're already shopping. No coding or design experience required. Find customers with tools that help drive sales. Gain knowledge through extensive resources and 24-7 support. The all-in-one commerce platform designed to take you from first sale to full scale. Shopify powers millions of businesses around the world. In 2022, this is possibility. Powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash fox for a free 14-day trial. Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash fox right now. Shopify.com slash fox. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Southern Liberty. If you're not part of the uh, Southern Liberty family, make sure you go to patreon.bpmg.us to support what we're doing here and Torch of Liberty Podcast Network at tolpn.us. T-O-L-P-N.us. I want to give, again, a shout out to all my folks in the live chat this evening. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming through and chit-chatting with the Southern Liberty family and fellow Fellow true patriots, not none of this faux wishy-washy, you know, equal application patriots, down-wing patriots, right-wing patriots. We love you. Even some of y'all left-wing patriots, you know. Um, we appreciate y'all. Um, again, shout out to all my folks on public radio up in Brevard, Broward, North Dade, Hendry, Collier, Lee County. And back uh, uh, back in my second home, Salt Lake County, Utah. Appreciate y'all listening on public radio this evening. Listen, let's give the gab. So we're gonna we're gonna get on topic now, guys. We're gonna get on topic on what y'all what y'all came here for. Right? We're gonna talk about parallel economy and the convention of states. They're they're not gonna be combined together. It's only two different subjects. So just so you're not confused, we're not trying to meld them together, but. We're gonna get it in. We're gonna get it in. So, and if it, it melds together, it just does. I mean, y- y'all, y'all know how our conversations go on here. Yeah, it actually all together. We'll, 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 we'll get there, y'all. So, um, and th- just, just to let you know, parallel economy was Miss Val's idea. I, I'm not taking yeah. um, any blame for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking no blame, no blame at all. Thank yeah. you. I greatly appreciate I, I it. Don't you know where I where I went today because I, I think being with children really puts you in a, a different space because you realize how free they are how carefree they are 
and you remember back when you felt that way. And so I was thinking about, like, I want to jump ahead of all of this garbage that's going on now. You know, like, um, what at the end of, let's just say, the next three or four months, because I think the, the, the peanut butter is going to hit the fan quickly. I think it's going to be faster than anybody realizes. Because look, look at what's going on. I mean, it's speeding up. We're in acceleration mode now on full speed. And I thought to myself, I know everybody feels like, oh my God, when is this going to be over? When, when are we, not that it will ever be the same, I don't believe it will ever be the same, ever. But what would it look like? What could it look like? Where could we get to from here that the half of us that feels one way, the other half of us, and I'm just using as a metaphor half, I don't know where, you know, a lot of people are these days. I think more and more people are shifting mid. They're seeing how crazy this is and they're feeling like, ah, what I do, you know? I voted for this guy. This is not what I thought. I'm in the wrong place. I think I'm changing my mind. I think I'm going to register independent from now on. I don't like this. So that is happening. But I'm just using this as a metaphor that we're divided. We're consciously divided and we might stay this way. So I, I was thinking about this parallel economy. And I know that sometimes people think of it as like an underground market, like there will be illegal things going on, like prohibition, like uh, this, this will be outlawed, so we'll sneak this in or we'll do that. But that's kind of not the way I've been seeing it. And um, I think that we're actually going to live in two different worlds. And, of course, the Convention of States comes into that as a permanent solution at the end of the day. And just for the sake of anybody that wants to look into this, the conventionofstates.com, they have a petition online. And when you sign the petition, and make a very small donation, which is tax deductible, they send you like a pile of these books, these little pamphlets, a pocket guide to the Convention of States. And it's very eye-opening, and it really helps you to see what could possibly happen in this country and be a really positive thing. So that's the reason I brought that into this picture. I, I want to add before you continue. Um, I will. I will post my link um, because a lot of you do okay. know I am a this. Uh, I am a state information analyst for Convention of States. Also, um, so okay. I will post. I will post my link in the chat if you haven't signed the petition yet um, for Convention of okay. States, especially if you are in a state that has not passed it or brought up the resolution. I suggest you sign it. Um, and, and, and all that good stuff um, through my link. And I believe, I believe, Rod, we have 22 right now? Uh, right now we have 18. We have 18 states. 18, 18 states okay. have, have passed a resolution for a convention of states for term limits. And there is another, there's another 14 that has the, uh, the, their applications in either the House or the Senate. 
and then they're right. in the rest of the states have not even haven't even thought about bringing it up. I, I can't remember off the top of my head by looking at the map and at the the actual the national meeting last week. We, we were right. actually talking about it, so I can't remember numbers off the top of my head. But there's 18 states that have passed application. We need 34, which we need another 16 34. states. Right. Yeah. So, right. uh, like I said, I'll post the link in the chat real quick here while okay. Miss Val is talking, doing her thing, and you guys can go sign that petition. Yeah, because it's really important, and it is something at the end of the day uh, that we could do that would change the whole map of our country and give us our, our rights in our state. And we could all choose to move to the states that bind with what we want in our government and our policies. And we could all be together, which I can't say enough about living in a place where People are more aligned with your way of thinking and wanting to do things more uh, along the lines of the Constitution. So be that as it may, it's a really great thing to look into and get involved in on whatever level you're comfortable. Get these little pamphlets in the mail because they're really informative and they really help you understand the basics of what this is. Okay, I didn't even know, Rod, that you were involved in that. That's good. So um, this parallel economy, um, you know, I think we've talked about, like, sell the stocks that are not doing the right thing politically, um, buy from all American companies, uh, support the people in your local communities, get aligned with, <clears throat> you know, the farmers, um, but this is actually more. So I wanted to do just a little bit of reading from what I read today because it's, it, it says it better than I could try to say it. As our nation spirals out of control with woke socialist politics and normalization of perversion, there has been a natural and rational backlash by conservatives who want no part of this. Generally, the economic side of this divergence has been dubbed the parallel economy. Thus far, this is a small, nascent movement. But as inflation increases, I predict that it will grow much more popular. And eventually, once a sovereign cryptocurrency is announced, the parallel economy may divorce itself almost entirely from the system as some call it, the beast system. What I propose is that informal parallel economy groups, PEGs, be started at the community level. You haven't heard of the PEG acronym until now because I just coined it. This is this author, James Wesley Rawls. PEGs will naturally be extensions of existing community groups like churches, farmers markets, and grange halls, there will be no need for formal organization. I believe that PEGs will just naturally coalesce as mainstream society degenerates around them. A PEG needs no bylaws, nor club meetings, nor formal leadership. It can simply be an informal agreement among like-minded people who just want to be left alone. We can trade skills and manual hours of labor 
We're foodstuffs, various goods or services. Just leave us alone and we will get by just fine. I mean, to me, that's what it's all about. Just leave us alone. And I think that, God forbid we get attacked, uh, you know, computer, uh, internet, electric, going out, all that nice stuff we've been forced to think about. Um, this might really be a super reality for people to think about. And I know um, we've all talked about, you know, getting your supplies, keeping extra of everything on, on your home shelves. But um, we've also got to wake people up because here we are, the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts, you know, getting ready and we've got everything we need. And we're going to have all these helpless souls all around us saying, oh, what do I do? I, there's no more supermarket. There's no, I don't know how to boil water in the sun and I don't have a barbecue and I, I'm starving. We're going to have to deal with those people. So waking people up to a parallel economy, even in terms of money, very, very important because we have been robbed by the government. End of that story. We've been robbed. So the fiat currency, I don't think it's going to do us much good in that scenario. Um, I don't know if having gold and silver at some point it probably will pick up in usage, but bartering and having supplies, it's going to be top dollar. That's going to be the top dollar. Eventually, possibly cryptocurrency, if we have internet, if we have that going on again, I'm sure that would pick up speed quickly. But this is a world, it's scary because we don't know it. We know, our, our great-grandparents lived it. They knew, they knew how to chop wood and make a fire and can and cook and dry fruit and grow things. Um, anybody that has land, really find out what grows in your climate. It's really worth it so that you can always have your own food to um, dry, can, freeze, cook, do whatever you got to do with it. But um, here's, here's a, a whole other parallel economy that I think a lot about. And I know we've discussed this, Rod, but I wanted to bring the AMA and the medical system way into focus in this parallel economy. Because I've been hit by this badly, badly. Um, not only from the death of my own mother and what was happening at the time with COVID and funerals and doctors, but even myself living in a new place. 
And I went on the America's Frontline Doctor site, and I, I support them. They, they have helped so many people through this COVID crisis. They tried to come out at the beginning of the crisis stating that there were, in fact, treatments, and they got slammed. They got slammed by all the forces that be, except for Donald Trump, of course. But the WHO, the FDA, the CDC, Dr. Fauci, did do, 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 the whole gang, the, the militia. There's the other militia gang that came down on treatments big time. And the American frontline doctors are starting their own clinics right now. And I'm very excited for this. And I really support them. But I, I just... Um, if you have something to say at this point, Rod, I would give you the floor, but I wanted to read one other thing that they wrote. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, okay. So it says, in 1932, the American government lied to African-American men living in Tuskegee, Alabama. Did I say that right? Tuskegee, yes. They yep. were Tuskegee. Told, <laughs> mm -hmm. They were falsely told that they would receive medical treatment for bad blood. The government continued this life for decades as black men, their wives, and children went untreated instead of cured. It is one of the biggest scandals in American history. 88 years later, the government's willingness to put African-Americans on the front lines of testing the experimental COVID-19 vaccine shows their attitude toward racial minorities hasn't changed. As I explained in the new viral video of my speech to America's Frontline Doctors Summit in Atlanta, where I spoke to a predominantly black audience more than one year ago, the government and CDC use the black community as guinea pigs with the experimental COVID-19 vaccine. Shamefully, this is being done in the name of racial justice with frequent references by the CDC to the percentages of black who live in the multi-generational homes, have jobs that require regular public interaction, lack health insurance, or suffer from obesity-related health problems. Black people historically choose to get vaccinated at a lower rate specifically because they are more knowledgeable about the government's medical racism and medical tyranny. Sadly, they have been proved right again. Uh, do you think it's about time we got a new medical system in this country big time? Oh yeah, uh, a, a lot. A lot of this system, uh, this, this. We, we, I mean, really. Let, let's let's really think about this a minute, right? We. Oh, let me even go back further than that. Yeah, but just looking let, at this COVID thing. Just, yeah. Just even. I mean, we're all front line right now, just like the cops. Right. That's exactly. Clear. I mean, it, 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 we were talking about parallel economy, right? Mm -hmm. This it, 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 and 
and I want to say this, and I want to say this to provoke thought, rather it's fact or fiction, but this country was literally built on a parallel economy. Yes. Really, I mean, people really sit back and think about this a minute, right? If yes, if we if we go back and we think about, you know, America before it was the United States, what was the biggest commodity? Slavery. Oh. Slavery was oh, yeah. the biggest yeah. right. Slavery was the biggest commodity, right? When we became the United States of America. Majority of the North outlawed slavery, right? Slavery remained in the South. Even though the North was getting more industrial, the South was the actual pocketbook of the United States. Sure. Right? So you had the North that was industrialized. You had the South, right, that was that was still using slave labor for its economy. Mm-hmm. Right, they're they're running side by side and concurrent with each other. Reconstruction, right? Basically integrated, you know, got rid of slavery and everybody had to integrate into an industrial and an industrialization of America. But then we get Jim Crow. Yeah, Jim Crow created a parallel economy. Right, you had Black American economy that was completely separate from the American economy, because America said Black people could not be a part of the white capitalist system. They created their own system, and then what? Ha- what did the government do? The government collapsed that parallel and said, "No, you guys can't do this no more. We're going to burn your stuff up. We're going to ransack it, hold on yards, and force you to integrate into our system." And now, isn't we're, that happening all over again? <laughs> yes, it is. But see what what's happening is it, what's happening is the reversal, right? Those of us that believe in liberty, that believe, you know, uh, in in freedom, right? Wants does not want the government to be dictating how our, how how we conduct our business. We're going to break away again. Yeah. We're going to break away and cre- again create our own economy running outside of the system mm-hmm. until they decide to try to collapse us again. But see, we learn from history how they do it. We learn from history how they collapse it back. This time they will not be successful. Because too yeah, too many of us will be operating on a whole nother plane. Right? Mm-hmm. They'll be operating on a whole nother, on a whole nother plane. That they, 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 they can't wrap their mind around. I mean, we'll still use their legal tender. We'll still use their fiat, right? Because everybody uses their fiat, right? But when it's amongst people like me and you, we could be trading the newest Bitcoin. You know, we could be trading Shiba, right? We, you know, so we, we, you know, say so we, we, we could be t- trading Dogecoin. We could be trading, you know, Ethereum with each other for goods and services. Outside of that sure. system, 
right? Because, right, this like I mentioned, like I mentioned last night, right? These people do not understand. These so-called uh, uh, people in Congress do not understand the difference between earned income, portfolio income, and passive income, and not and they don't understand that the other two are not taxed. Only earned income is in the United States, right? right? And that's where that's where the other parallel is go, is is, go, is going to break. Like a parallel economy right now, with what we know about the system, would literally collapse the system, because there would we we will not be working off of earned income, right? Because we will be already in this parallel economy. We have the ability to create passive income. And then, you know, we might employ people in our businesses and we'll pay them with legal tender. We'll pay them with the fiat. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Most of us will be trading, like I said, that Ethereum, right, for services or that Bitcoin for services, right? And then we break that down and pay our employees if you have a business, etc. It will eventually collapse the system because the business owners, right, they don't have any earned income. According to the system, they have no earned income because we're working in a parallel economy where crypto, for like I said, crypto is the currency. Well, I don't think anybody has that answer yet. I hear a lot of conflicting things about crypto. I just don't know. But I will say this. I think that we're also going to be wanting to choose the right people. I mean, I don't want to walk into a doctor's office and have some doctor traumatize me with BS about shots and, and all kinds of statistics and their indoctrination. I have mine. And if you're not going to be a doctor that wants to listen to me, I'm coming for services If I break my ankle, I don't want to hear about my immune system. If I go to a gynecologist, I don't want to hear about if I had my eyes checked. You see, I think one of the things we're looking for in this parallel economy are, are the people we want to deal with, which becomes cultural. It becomes more sociological. I want to give my money to businesses where I actually like the people that I'm giving my money to. I want to support the businesses that are supporting the things that I like to support. I don't want to go to the guy who's giving my money to Antifa. So this parallel economy is also about a sociological shift in, let's just say, a directory for services. Like, uh, let's just call it the conservative directory. Right. Do you remember, um, oh my God, years ago they had this movie, I think it was called The Green Book, where um, it was about the hotels that allowed black people to stay? Yep, that's correct. Yep. Yep, the green book, okay. the green book is, is is the green book green was book. the black folks AAA basically. There you go. There mm-hmm. you go. I mean, that was an excellent movie by the way. 
that was one of the last movies I think I saw, um, but a directory of services of people that support your belief system and that you know you don't have to go in and fight with somebody about, how come you don't have a mask on? Or why didn't you get that vaccine? Or, you know, whatever it is. You, you want to do business with friendly, upstanding people that have your values. See, I, I, when I look at what's happening right now in terms of money and in terms of, of businesses, I think we have a Marxist monster <laughs> hanging over us. And it has nothing to do with the things we're talking about. We actually have to fight Godzilla right now. And Godzilla is like... It's fighting Godzilla. We're, 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 speaking yeah. of Godzilla, where's Ultraman when we need him? Like, he's the only person that can right. fight Godzilla. <laughs> I'm looking for Ultraman to jump up in the sky with his pen. I'm Ultraman! <laughs> and just do his thing and beat Godzilla. <laughs> We need a damn miracle right now. Oh, man. all this crap out coming at us. Because everything ties in. Everything. But you know what, though? You know what, though, Ms. Val? Here's the thing, right? If we could create an ironclad parallel economy... Like Mm -hmm. like they did in Jim Crow... And and I'd have to look at the blueprint... You know, of, you know, black capitalism during Jim Crow and see how they did it. And I'm telling you, if we could get something like that off the ground, that would be the ultimate. That would be the ultimate cancel to cancel culture. It would it would literally it would literally cancel them. Oh, and you know what? And you know what? I just thought about something, too. I just thought about something, too. Um. If you go to paralleleconomy.com, I just remember this. I, I did this like a month or yep. so ago and didn't even think about it, right? Go to paralleleconomy.com, right? Parallel, if you own a business or, or, or you, you, uh, uh, you get paid for services, you might want to check this out as an alternative to PayPal, Stripe, and all of those. Parallel Economy, it's not up, up yet. But you can apply. It's actually Dan Bongino is actually yes, part doing, of this. Yes, yes, he is. So yes, I was like, is. I was like, I yeah, that's right. Talk about it. Yeah. So y'all go check yes. that out. Parallelaconomy dot it's, it's it's pretty 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 dope. Pretty dope. So yeah, if you if you if you own a business or you like I said you own a business or and I know this is a, a free plug for Bongino, but still like you know what I mean this is what we're talking about, right? These are the things we're talking about. What we get away from the system, right? Exactly. That 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 is ran by the government, and we start chiming into things like this and started supporting things like this and building this out. It will cancel right. cancel culture because they won't have a choice because majority of people, right? Because I mean, come on, let, I mean, let's think about this a minute, right? Let's really think about this mm-hmm. a minute. Uh, uh, con- people on the right, conservatives, and and downwingers like myself, right? We don't spend money willy nilly, but when we spend money, it means something, right? 
and it's in a big amount when we spend money, right? Because we've saved for this thing or whatever, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine the other side, right? That that are justice that that are probably the biggest consumers, right? They're the biggest consumers in the country. They're the biggest wage. They're, they're the big. They're the largest wage earners in this country because the majority of them work on earned income. Think about where they would be when all the buying power is in the other in the parallel economy. Think about where that would leave them. It would be very interesting. It would leave them in a lurch. Yeah. Well, they would then be forced to do business with us, and maybe we wouldn't let them in. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just. I just like think about. Um, how George Orwell saw this all happening in 1984. It's kind of like, you know, a Twilight Zone kind of thing to think about where could we go when we get past all this garbage that we're in right now, this dumpster fire that we're in, because we have to get past it. Obviously, we, we, we can't continue like this because nobody, everybody's confused. Nobody knows what to do with their money. Nobody knows who to buy services from. Nobody knows what's going to close, what's going to stay open. Nobody knows if we're going to have electricity two weeks from now. When is the media blackout going to happen? When is it? But we're all walking around holding our heads. And this is certainly no way to live, and we can't keep Mm -hmm. going at this pace. That's that's exactly right. Right? That's exactly right. No, it's yeah. it's it's not it's not it's not healthy. It's not healthy for anybody at, at all in this regard because we don't know if we're if we're coming coming or going, right? And, and I, I and I say this on the heels of let's just look at for example, right? And we're talking about causes and 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 all that stuff, right? Let's think about what just happened. Right, leading up to January sixth, right from 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 November. To January sixth, what what did what did we hear? Right, we heard, right, we 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 heard about stop the steal. Yeah, right. That's all we heard was stop the steal, stop the steal, stop the steal. Dot us, stop the steal, stop the steal. Two big rallies in D.C. Stop the steal, stop the steal. Right, stop the steal was there on you know was in attendance at Donald Trump's farewell address, right? In Washington D.C. Stop the steal, stop the steal. Right. What nobody talked about was the grift that was ran off of that. All the money that was raised because of that. And these guys ran away with the bag like Patrice Cullors did from BLM and Sean King did from 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 oh, from, from BLM. Right. The the, 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 the Ali Alexanders of that whole thing r- r- ran off with the bag, too. Ran off with the bag, too. Right. So, you know what I mean? It puts it out there like, who can you trust at, oh. at, at this point? Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. If there's one thing we got out of this is we can't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. The government, the doctors, the, the, the system that we live in. I mean, it's all coming to a head. We can't trust anybody. We know that. And that's why we can't live this way. Yep, that's exactly right. We can't live with this uncertainty um, uh, uh, of not knowing the uncertain. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a very true statement, Ron. Can't be uncertain about the uncertain. Like literally, like that doesn't make sense. But if you really sit back and think about it, how do you, how do you you know what I mean? How do you prepare for the uncertain? That's uncertain. Like. Well, you know, you know, I'll, I'll tell you how. I'll tell you. I was just, I was just reading this to Bruce before. I was reading a book the other night. I, I think I mentioned to Marlene um, one of the books that I read recently that was just amazing. Waiting for Snow in Havana. And oh. The guy's name is Carlos Ire. Well, I continued to read on his sequel book which is called Waiting to Die in Miami, Learning okay. to Die in Miami. This is about <laughs> oh, a little Cuban boy. That, yeah, right? We're, we're waiting to die in Miami. That's exactly how I feel right now. But anyway, I got up out of bed because I had to write this down. I'm, I'm reading on my Kindle, so I can't really, you know, put a page down. And he said, letting go is the key to dying well, and so is never letting go. Okay. Okay. Never is the only door to forever. Never surrendering and always surrendering. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Dying is the only option and not dying, and not an option at all. Dying is the only option, and not an option at all. I mean, these are these things that... And dying is constant. Dying is constant. Yep. Everything is everything. I mean, what are are we going to do here? So I read this little booklet on the Convention of State, Article 5, and I'm like, okay, this is to a big problem. It's the solution. It's the solution to everything we've just been talking about, if we can get there. I think we've got to get there. This is the fight we have in front of us. I mean, first we have to fight the Marxists. We've got to get these idiots out of our country we got to get these politicians hung. we got to somehow, well, you know, then we can go back to November 3rd and say, well, we were overtaken by a foreign government. We're at war. We've been in, in a war. We've been, we are in World War III. We're in a war. So what is, does that change anything for what happened on November 3rd? Zero, not a thing. The Durham report? I don't know. Getting the election dealt with? 
Who knows? Who knows? Arizona's having quite a time. Are they going to rip off the next election? Maybe not. We might, we might get ahead on that one because there are a lot of things being passed now to um, hopefully ah, make our elections a little more real and secure. Um, but maybe people are not going to want to come out and vote. I don't know. And that's a good point. A lot of people, after what happened in 2020, they don't have confidence in the election. Rather, they believe, you know what I mean, they believe what Donald Trump said or they don't believe what Donald Trump said, right? They don't have confidence in our elections because one side thinks, oh, Republicans will cheat. That's why the whole thing, right? The whole thing with uh, uh, gerrymandering has came up, right? Just you know how it just mm-hmm. came out of the blue, and the whole John Wright's vote, uh, John Wright's, uh, no, John Wright's, John Lewis Voting Rights Act, right? Right. Uh, to, to to uphold Section Five that was uh, that uh, Shelby versus Holder basically said was unconstitutional for the times, right? Um, so, you know, you have these things coming up. So you have both sides of the paradigm, not confident in an election. And this is, again, this is by design to keep people, dis- people will disenfranchise themselves because they don't like a particular party or a candidate instead of exercising their 15th amendment. Right. That's right. Well, do you think that more um, conservatives will, in fact, come out to vote and maybe it will be the Democrats who are more disenfranchised? It's both. It's, well, if it's both, then you never know. It, 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 never it's, know. it's both. It, it's both. But at the same time, it could drive record turnout, too. Because now we have COVID in the mix, Right. We 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 have, we have COVID in the mix now, right? Like, and and how this current president is handling COVID. Notice how COVID has not been in the news. Uh, well, that's because they're waiting for the next um, Ebola crisis to come out of the. Like, like seriously, right? You you ever heard anything yeah. about no Rona, no jab, no nothing, right? But we you know Very why. Quiet. Right, you know why? Because yeah. that convoy is going to start making its way to DC. So that's right. Right, so they got to be like hush on the corona. They got hush on the corona because it's going to highlight. It's going to give the truckers spotlight. They can't have that. They can't have opinions well, all- from a fringe minority, right? Because again, freedom. Liberty is a right-wing propaganda term now, right? We can't give light to Nazis and, 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 and domestic terrorists now. So we don't want to talk about COVID no more. We don't want to talk about COVID, right? And then we'll talk about... The fences are going up everywhere. Right? Meanwhile, the fences, building the fences. Listen, the bottom line, why would you be so scared of the people you're supposed to be representing. It's a virtue Why signal. Be- that vi- that fence is. is a virtue signal. That's all it is. We got to stay safe. Oh, my God. Domestic terrorists are descending upon D.C. Get shut your ass up. <laughs> you know, I can't stand them. I hope they run out of food at the White House. I hope D.C. runs dry in every market. I hope people 
have to start driving a hundred miles to get a sandwich. I would drive one hundred miles. <laughs> drive a hundred miles for a tank of gas, and by the time you right. run out of gas, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, it's exactly cheaper. It. It's cheaper over here. Let's go. It's fifty cents cheaper. I'm driving. I'm driving. That, that's like driving from Salt Lake City to right. Win to uh, the, to uh, West Wendover, Nevada. Tells them I'm gonna get gas for fifty cents cheaper. You come back, you still got a half tank. Like, why'd you even go, bro? That's right. <laughs> no, no, no. I remember. I remember my mother going to the supermarket with the coupons. She was going to go to this market because that was four cents cheaper, and this market that was five cents cheaper. I said, "Ma, you just used up a, t- a tank of gas running from three different stores to save fifty cents." And she'd look at me mm-hmm. like I didn't think about that, but I don't care. I saved the fifty cent, uh, you know. But really, people don't think about that. That may be um, what we run into. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then people are going to get really pissed off. Well, without electricity, we check it out, though. Out. Check it out. Miss Kel just brought up something in the chat. I just thought about that. <laughs> Cocaine <Okay>. is cheaper <laughs> and faster than gas. Now, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute, yeah. <laughs> Miss Kel. Hold on. We gotta. We gotta address that a second. We gotta address that before we go. I can't let that slide. I can't let that slide. Now. A gas prices down here. I don't know. I'll, what are the gas prices up in Martin County? Uh, three fifty nine. Ooh, Lord Jesus! Yeah, they're 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 three. It's three fifty five here. Three fifty five here. Right now, it's not, maybe it's three forty nine, but it's somewhere like that. We were driving uh, the other day, and we saw one across the street from the other, and one was two cents cheaper. Okay, so what was it? What, 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 okay, was yeah. right? Let, let's say three fifty. Let's say three three fifty three fifty. Yeah. Right now, <laughs> now, 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 now. This time last year, gas was two fifty. Right, gas was like two fifty this time last year. Right now, um, mm-hmm. now, now, I, I, I guess um, with the in, the inflation when it's hit everything, everything. Everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. People are going to not going to start buying gasoline because they are so stressed out. They're going to go buy cocaine, and Joe Biden's crack pipes will facilitate that drug use. See, they had a reason for bringing out the crack pipes. They had a reason. Yeah. They, 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 you, you, you know, you know, we know you're stressed out. You, we know you're stressed out, so and, and we know you're going to get high because you're stressed out, which is a dumb move because your inflation is a bitch. Um, but um, here's a free crack pipe. Calm down, yeah, just stay quiet and <laughs> let the poison work. Just stay calm and let the poison work. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. So the, here's your here's your free. Uh, what colored glass pipe would you like? Purple, green, mm-hmm. clear, mm-hmm. and get high sparingly, because when you're unstressed, we're gonna need you to go back to work so we can, so so we can extort you for that money that you owe us. You know, really, how is this <laughs> any different than anything that's happened in history? Right? I mean. Uh, the the slaves in Egypt 
the the uh, the Ottoman Empire, the Russian Serb, uh, Hitler's Germany. I mean, this is just. I mean, look, look what's going on with the Uyghurs right now in China. How do people not see this? They're in concentration camps, being used as slave labor. They're slaves. They're taking their organs. They're. It's so disgraceful. Um, by the way, there is this uh, basketball player running for Congress. Um, yes. Royce White? Is that yep, Royce White. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my yeah. God. I saw him today. He gave the most beautiful talk on Steve Bannon's war room. I took that segment, and I sent it to my daughter. Because it's really amazing. The people that are waking up now are the people that matter. Yeah. I'm curious, what was her comment? I'm curious, what was her comment about the video? Oh, I don't know yet. <laughs> oh, she don't know yet. Sometimes she doesn't say anything to me, but you know what? I plant the seeds. Mm-hmm. I plant the seeds where I can because my grandson loves basketball. He's like on the team. He's like the number one player. He's amazing. So I figured I would do the basketball thing this time around. I send her Naomi Wolf, who's a writer, just like my daughter is. Right. She hears the freedom of speech thing because Naomi Wolf is not a Trump supporter. She's a Democrat. So my daughter can hear that. So she doesn't even realize what I'm doing under the table. But she's been really waking up. So... This is all good. I just do it easy. You got, you got, you got to give it to them in an eighth tablespoons, just a little, and then when, when, when you, when they, you know, when they start to warm up, do you give them, you know, you give them the quarter teaspoon. Then when they start warming up a little more, right, right, you give them the half teaspoon, <laughs> right, and then, and then after a while, right, you don't go to a full teaspoon because they can't handle that. So you keep feeding them half teaspoons, right? Just keep feeding them half teaspoons, and there's going to come a point you're just going to you're going to throw the tablespoon on them, and that's going to be it. That's going to be it, and they're like, "Oh my God, what did you do?" And then, and then, wait, wait. I'll do. I pull out a Billy Mays. There's more. I will pull. At that point, I will pull out the ladle and be like, "Here you go. Have fun with that." I'll and take walk out away. The pail I water the trees with. <laughs> <laughs> like here you go. Like here you go. Here you go. Right. Yeah. No. Now look. With some people, if it's worth it to you, you you feed them a little at a time. What you know they can handle. I mean, I know my daughter, so I, I know what she can take. And I know when I turn her off, when I go a little too far. Like I said something last night about uh, Trump's new media platform, and she said, what's that? And I said, oh, there's nobody better on this planet to take down the sick, fake media that we're all living in. And she looked at me and she said, yeah, you're right. So I got that oh, wow. one in, too. <laughs> <laughs> you slid yeah. that in, too. Like, yeah, swoop. <laughs> <laughs> Dessert after dinner. Uh, like, here you go. Throw, throw down that ace of spades like a trump card. Yeah, yeah uh huh. Oh, yeah, that's great, that's great. man. That's great. <laughs> oh, Listen, thank you. Some people, yeah, some people, some people, what? I wouldn't waste my time on. Yeah, that's there's right. Some people, I just wouldn't waste my time on. Right? You're right, though. You're exactly right. 
Okay. You are exactly right. Thank you. Thank you. As always, I want to thank everybody that hung out with us for an hour and a half. I know it's a little bit longer social lounge than normal, but, you know, I had to run my mouth at the beginning um, and say what I had to say in support of our law enforcement officers. And I'm going to say it here and I'm going to say it again. See a cop. Thank a cop. See a cop. Thank a cop. Always, 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 always. They need our support. They need our love. You know what I mean? They need our praise, and we still have to do our thing as a community to lift these burdens and policy measures off of their shoulders so they can actually do what they're intended to do, and that's to protect and serve. All the other all the other rubbish is just the the, the, the state extending their power. Everything outside of protect and serve is the state extending their power and using our men and women in our communities to push that while extorting them with the paycheck. Isn't that funny how that works? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you, 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 you don't go out and enforce, enforce our policies. You don't have a job. <laughs> That, that that's extortion. That's simple. <laughs> that's straight up extortion you know under the circumstances. That's yeah, right. you go now. You go right now. Stay away from you the buffet now. for four hour. You've been here right four hour now. too long. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you, Miss Val, as always, for a good conversation. Um, all my all my Southern Liberty, my Liberty Defenders. I appreciate y'all. Next two days, you already know how it goes down. Defend liberty at all costs. They return, no matter what. I don't care if they try to shot you down. What? What? You you being shouted down means you're doing something right. But when you sit by and don't say anything about liberty being infringed upon, you're just as complicit as the left in instilling liberty. So, with that being said, I love y'all. Until next time for Friday, life, love, liberty, and happiness. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Southern Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again and we'll see you next time.